Hello, hello. Welcome to Random Acts of Living. I'm your host, Emilia Nordhuk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the story that I have to tell you. So let's go ahead and just dig right into the meat of it. Well, hello there, gentle listener, and uh, welcome to the special Valentine's Day uh, podcast episode of Random Acts of Living. I hope everybody's doing very well today. I know that sometimes there can be a lot of pressure put on some of these um, Hallmark holidays to... you know, like show how much you love someone, you know, I am thinking of Valentine's day, mother's day, father's day, and they really seem to be, um, made for Hallmark cards. Right. And and we know that there's a history of that. Although I, I, I do think as with everything, there's like a nugget of truth somewhere in our desire to want to celebrate the great love. So today the story I want to tell is is a great love story about Valentine's Day. It takes place in 2019 and it has to do with a woman and her dog, my dog Bula to be exact. So on Valentine's Day of 2019, uh, my dog Bula decided to pass away. He decided to leave this world and cross the rainbow bridge to the other side. So he had been sick with cancer that we knew of for at least six months. And sometimes his legs would fall out from underneath him. And I tried to keep him as still as possible, but he's um, he's a Vizsla. He was a Vizsla. And so he loved to run and play. And, you know, I had Lele with me. And so every time I took him for a walk, I was aware, as the vet kept telling me, that um, that he could just, like, stop walking. So, so when we went to the beach, like, I had to kind of gauge, okay, if we go for this long of a walk, can I carry the 75-pound dog back to the car if I have to? <laughs> so so uh, basically everything that we did uh from the moment that I knew for sure what was going on with his body in order to preserve his quality of life it was like that was the measurement could I carry the dog this far so I figured I could carry him pr- about like a thousand yards was what I decided um I could do so um so yeah so we went like basically the same walk on the beach, like several times, <laughs> up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, but then this Valentine's Day in 2019, I had gone over to Maui um, for a work-related event, and and I stayed the night. And then I got, I came back around noon, and when I got home, I saw that Lele was upset. And Bula hadn't come straight to the door. I I went to look for him and I found him in a little corner, um, shaking and and not doing very well. So obviously there had been an event and um, it looked like maybe he was going into heart failure. So 
I I called the the vet, and uh, I'm so grateful that <laughs> that there are a lot of things that don't work well in small rural communities. But one of the things that did was the Humane Society, and you know there have always been really great vets, and so this vet came over, and um, indeed confirmed that Bula was having a heart failure and that it was time to put him to sleep. So, so we did that. And, uh, and it's hard to, to say goodbye to a dog, you know, at that time, I think it's hard to say goodbye to any dog, but you know, he was his, everybody says this, my dog was the best dog, but he really was <laughs> the best dog because as some of you know, by listening to the previous podcast, um, both Bula and Lele were with my husband when the accident happened, when he fell into the well. And, um, and we really believe that it was Bula and Lele that guided him back as well as some other supernatural help to the road and help to save him over the course of those two days. So, and he was so special, my dog, in so many other ways, but it was time to say goodbye. So I held him and, and he gently passed into his next life. So, so then, um, you're, you know, I'm left to, think about, well, what do you do with the body on <laughs> with this dog? So, right. So now I'm, I have a 75 pound body that I have to dispose of, uh, on Molokai in a tropical environment and there's no crematorium. So I do what any self-respecting person does is I get a really large bag of ice and I put it in a cooler and I put my dog on ice because that's what you do <laughs> when you're thinking about how to solve this particular problem. And then, like any self-respecting person, I call my two good friends and I tell them what's happened and we're all very sad. And they are, you know, we'd already, it was Valentine's Day, right? So we were already going to have a a dinner together. So they're like, we'll come, we'll bring the wine, and we'll figure out what to do with Bula. So, so, so basically, so I get the ice, I put Bula's body on this giant cooler that we have. And, you know, it's like once you start dealing with dead bodies, of dogs, <laughs> you have to kind of fold them up. And I just didn't like how he looked just kind of folded up there without anything. So I wrapped him in this red blanket that I had. So I wrap him in a blanket and I put him on top of the ice. Um, I know it was counterintuitive, but I did it anyway. <laughs> so it made me feel better. Because now it's all about how we deal with the living, right? So how we deal with our grief. And, and I knew that I had to tell Matt, my husband, and I was just like, oh man, this is going to be hard. And, um, and then the other thing I realized that, you know, because at this point, um, we had been separated, my husband and I, and, and I knew that, um, he was going to want, uh, the, some of the ashes 
of Bula because, you know, Bula had saved his life. And even before then, Bula was a very special dog to him as well. So, so I was going to have to figure out how to get Bula body to Honolulu where there was a crematorium, you know, for animals and we could get him cremated and then we could get his ashes. And right. This is, this starts to get really complicated after a while. Um, so thankfully my friend, um, swoop in to the rescue and, you know, and right away they're all, you know, very sad, but you know, good in their help being me to be a little bit irreverent and like joking that like, yeah, we bailed you out of jail. Now we're helping you to get rid of the body. They did actually bail me out of jail. That's another story. We'll talk about that. Another podcast. So, so now, and one of them will say that to people when she introduces me, Oh yeah, this is my friend Amelia. We helped her get rid of a body. And then I always have to explain it was my dog's body and he died of yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so one one friend who had um who had some experience like shipping um salmon like between like islands like from Alaska to Hawaii, she had what's called a fish box. So it's a large box that's about eight inches. Um, deep. And she's like, Bula will fit in this box. We can, we can put him in this box and, and it's enough space too for, I think, no, I don't think we had to put ice in it, but, um, but, (laughs) but you have to, so if you're shipping an animal, you have to have somebody pick it up, right? If you're shipping a body, then somebody has to pick it up at the airport. Um, because, Right. I mean, because you can't have that sitting in the heat for any amount of time because, you know, it's going to start to smell. So, so these are like all the things that you have to think about, you know, if you're going <laughs> to want your beloved animal cremated so that you can have the ashes so you can travel with them for the rest of your life, um, which is what I'm doing with them. So, so I, I get into my little network and, um, and so my girls on Valentine's day, like help me come up with a plan of how to, you know, like who to contact and, and how to, you know, have somebody pick up Bulib, take him to the airport, put him on, um, Kamaka air, which is the airlines that will then fly Bula to Honolulu and then to make sure that I have my friend who helps people take care of their animals after they've died to have them cremated can that she can pick him up right and um and and take him to the crematorium you know almost immediately you know so so we start to you know, gather this plan, call the white right people. And, um, and in the meantime, you know, we're doing, you know, little rituals and drinking wine and, um, taking pictures of, of Bula wrapped in this beautiful, um, blanket and looking so peaceful with, um, with like flowers and herbs so that he doesn't, you know, when he starts to decompose that it doesn't start to smell really terrible. 
Um, that was my friend's idea. <laughs> Not my idea. Someone else's idea. And thankfully, she did do that. But, you know, overall, um, like putting him on ice in the ice chest, you know, really helps too. Um, to stop the um, decomposing process. And of course, you know, we had to, you know, help poor Lele, who all of a sudden her buddy was gone, you know, so, and that was really, really hard for her. You know, she had already had to deal with, you know, Matt disappearing, and now Bula was gone. And shortly, you know, I I had to leave her, um, in May, I would leave her for six months with some friends while I went to um, my artist in residency programs. So we are all kind of dealing with like this huge amount of loss and grief. And, you know, animals feel grief too. So, so we're all like snuggled together. So that's really, that's my last Valentine's Day. <laughs> that was two years ago. And and for me, the thing obviously that stands out was the loss of, of of my dog and having to go through that whole process, and then, you know, the steps to um, to to get his body cremated. But I tell you, every time I think of that story, I just think, thank God, I have such good friends who are so willing to step in and and be there for me, like in the middle of like this stupid chaotic mess of living that is just kind of, sometimes it's a little bit of a, like a catastrophe, (laughs) but yeah. So I don't know what's happening for each of you um, today. And I know there's always too much pressure put on like having a perfect day, but hopefully your day is better than that day. (laughs) And that whatever is happening, I just really hope you're feeling all the love that the universe has for you and is supporting you in this huge adventure of living. And, you know, it could be a day that you are saying hello to love or goodbye to love or basking in a love that's already there. But at least there's love. At least there's love. Have a great day. Aloha. Thank you for joining me. And if you found this interesting or provocative or maddening, well, leave me a review and tell me about it. Drop me a line. Let me know some of your stories. And thanks again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Be well. Stay present. Aloha. Aloha.